Hello, Blog good afternoon. Hello and good afternoon, everyone. My name is Valerie Molyneux, President and CEO of BitFriends Vitiligo Support Group. We are a support group out of Boston, Massachusetts, with several groups throughout the USA. Today, I'm spending a few minutes with Taya, one of our Boston youth, and I'd like to say hello. Hi, Taya. Hi. How are you today? I am very good. Yes, it's so good to have you stopping into the studio. And I just wanted, as children are preparing back to go back to school, like yourself, I wanted a couple of minutes to ask you a few questions. Um, tell us a little about Taya. Who's Taya? How old is Taya? And what grade are you going in to as you go back to school? Uh, well, I am 15 years old. I am going into the 10th grade. And... Yeah. And do you go to school right here in in your neighborhood? Where do you go to school? I go to school in Fields Corner. Well, I'm going to go there. I'm going to Boston Arts Academy. Arts Academy. Tell us about arts. What are you into? I like to sing. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And I had the pleasure of hearing you do Lena Horn. Tell us a little about that. Um, Basically, um... Like, honestly, they called me and told me, oh, we need a singer, but the show is two weeks away. I was like, oh, so you want me to learn a song in two weeks? Okay. So I did it. Wow. And <laughs> it was very stressful. There was a lot of people in the audience. Yes. But it was very fun because everyone was very supportive. I yeah. had a singing partner. It was amazing. It was good to to learn about the show and to encourage some of our other Vitiligo members to come along. So we were there to support you, and we were happy to do that. You did a fantastic job. Thank you. On the issue of your Vitiligo, how long have you had Vitiligo, and how have you dealt with it? Um, I've had it since I was either six or seven. I'm 15 now, so that's a lot of years Mm -hmm. that I can't do math in my head right now. Um, <laughs> but how I deal with it in those earlier years, how I dealt with it in those yeah. early years, yeah, I didn't have a way to deal with it because mm. it was just shocking because it started from one spot to another to another, and my mom took me to the doctors, they told me what it was, but they didn't say if there was anything I could do about it, mm. if it could affect me in any type of way, and it did affect me emotionally mm-hmm. because I didn't feel pretty. I didn't feel mm. like myself. I was a mess. I was crying almost every single day. How old do you think you were at that point? Uh, like nine going on 10. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot, especially because vitiligo, you're going to school there's a lot of ignorant, cruel children there mm. that like to nitpick, and it was a lot. Brilliant. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lots of it, too. Wow. It got to a point where sometimes they would try to get physical, mm. or they would talk about me to people or try to get everyone to bully me, and it was legit everyone in the classroom that did not like me. Wow. Because of vitiligo. Because of my vitiligo and because it only started with one person. Mm. And then that's when they started rounding up everyone else. Like, hey, look at this person. Mm. We can make fun of them 
because she likes to cry and all that and mm-hmm. stuff like that because I'm an emotional person. And you said the right word, ignorance. Yes. Lack of education, lack of understanding, awareness is key to, to, to that going away. But you, you handled it well. How was your support system, moms, dad, uncles, teachers? How was your support system back then at 9 and 10? Um, my mom was there for me. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a lot. She told me, she basically told me, you are going to get a lot of stares. You are going to get a lot of people that aren't going to like you because of your skin. Mm-hmm. And only because of the fact that they're jealous that they can't be like you. Mm-hmm. They can't have something to be different and unique and mm-hmm. still be able to rock it all at the same time. And mm-hmm. that boosted up my confidence a little yeah. bit. And it yeah. helped because, yeah. you know, my mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, love her. Love her very much. How are you handling? That's nine and ten. You came through those teenage years. How are you? You felt well later teen now, but how have you? How are you handling it today? Today, I will write poetry. I'll put on my headphones, listen to music. I'll sing. I'll talk to my friends about it. I'll talk to my sisters mm-hmm. or my mom. Sometimes my brother, like. I have a lot of people that I can mm-hmm. not latch on to, but I can talk to yeah. about this because they'll sit there and listen. Mm-hmm. And nowadays there's not a lot of people that you will find mm-hmm. that will just sit there and listen to you speak. They mm-hmm. will always like have certain type of commentary to put in there, but it's nice to find someone that just wants to listen to you. Yeah. And I, I love that you're saying that because that's the purpose of us creating and paying for an 800 number. One, <laughs> Eight four four three seven four three six three nine because that was one of the things that we would hear about people saying oh just you just want somebody to talk to just somebody to listen to vent to and so we created that number so yes I'm hearing you you just wanted somebody to talk to on some days and not a lot of chatter and that's what you're getting from the support system around you and that's a good thing that's a very good thing now I don't can't remember when you first came to our group meeting. I was trying to recall, but coming to our group, how did you find it? Is it beneficial? What would you tell people about coming to a support group? Um, I found it beneficial to the fact that you feel emotionally supported and physically supported because there are many people in the group that look like you mm-hmm. and you don't feel left out. You don't feel lost. You mm-hmm. don't feel the need to just hide away in some corner. You actually want to talk to people. You want to hear about their experiences. You want to hear if they've gone through certain things that you've gone through. And it's... Well, it's yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure having you with us. And I just can recall even now sitting here, some of the things that you participated with us. We had a concert to raise um, funds to go to Detroit for the conference there. And the concert, oh, my goodness. Did you enjoy that concert? I did. It was very nice. Yeah, you played a role in that. Um, We were invited to come out to the Brazilian radio station and the Brazilian health fair out of Framingham, and you came out and we set up table and handed out stuff. And although there was a language barrier, you engaged in conversation with people. How did you find that? Um, 
it was nice. I liked it a lot because the amount of people that speak English in America that don't want to listen, that don't care, that are very ignorant, and they will just not engage. But the fact that people of another language mm. wanted to know, wanted to learn, mm. cared about other people's problems, cared mm. about the fact that this is a serious matter, meant a lot to me. Yeah. That was very good. Um, and so uh, we were glad that you, you know, not just the elderly people or, you know, the more mature people, but to have you as a teenager come and set up table with us and hang out there with us, you know, on that little trek. That was good. We so appreciated that. Um, I know um, recently you um, did an interview. Tell us a little about that interview and, and the outcome of that. Uh, an interview with the app? The, and they paid you um, some money to, to do the interview about your bit ago? Yes. Um, it was very new to me. At first, I felt a little bit uncomfortable because they would want me to, like, do, like, do videos and send pictures of my face and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it all related because it all ended up mixing together and it came out as, like, you, your vitiligo, your experiences, mm -hmm. how you would express yourself. And I liked it because... Not the fact that it was about me, but the fact that it was focused. Its main focus was on my vitiligo, mm -hmm. my experience, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Well, you know, those are little beginnings, but, that, you know, that's how you begin things small, and you don't know where that could branch out to because with your extracurricular, your singing, your, um, your little Lena Horn now in interviews, who knows? Maybe one day we'll see you in a TV commercial. Wouldn't that be wonderful? That would be. That would be wonderful. Telling your truth, telling your story about you handle how you carry yourself with the lighter. We're so proud. Um, my husband and I refer to you as our daughter. We're so proud of the way you carry yourself and how you handle yourself. So we hope that other children with vitiligo would see you as a role model. And even talking about that, our conference 2018 was um, out in Worcester. Mm -hmm. 311 people attended that conference. And the way you moved around the crowd, the way you participate, tell us a little about your experience going to that conference, and would you recommend the conference to other people? Um, the conference was very nice. I liked it a lot. It was very a lot of people were communicating. People weren't just, like, off in their little corners and their little cliques or whatever. Everyone was moving. Everyone was talking to each other. Everyone was sharing their experiences. Mm. Everyone was talking about how, like, sometimes, like, I don't want to give out names, but there was one girl that said, I would always put makeup on my face, mm -hmm. and I would never walk out without the makeup because I was too ashamed mm -hmm. to be seen. Now, she doesn't care. She wears her skin. Yeah, true. She wears her skin like it's a whole accessory. She's like, oh, this? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty. It's me. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I would I would recommend going to a conference because you will see a lot of different connections. You will see 
so many beautiful things. People having conversations with children, children conversating with teens, mm-hmm. the elderly, everyone. Not one person was left out of a conversation. Everyone was heard. Mm-hmm. We're, like I said, we're glad to have you uh, as part of our group and as part of um, the Vitiligo Fit Friends family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for folks out there who may be listening on this radio today, that's not a part of a group. And it doesn't necessarily have to be with friends, but what would you tell them about, especially with teenagers, with children, now that we have the pen pal patch up and running, what would you tell them? Um, how necessary is it to connect yourself with a group from your experience? So as just a teenager or a teenager with vitiligo? Teenager with vitiligo. As a teenager with vitiligo, it is very important to be able to surround yourself with people that you can relate to and people that you can talk to. Because if you don't have that certain group of friends or people, that's when you start to feel a little bit lonely and you feel like, why doesn't anyone want to talk to me? Why does no one want to be around me? And it can get very depressing. So I'm not saying go out, search for friends, but don't close yourself off. Mm. Be open to other people. I'm not saying you have to have a whole group of friends of people that have been alive, because I don't. I don't know anyone personally that, like, like on a friendship level that has been alive. But at least be able to surround yourself with people that can understand that people, people who know what they're talking about, people who are willing to be open-minded about you and your condition. Thank you on that. And listen, on, on, let me go back a little, step back a little to the interview that you did recently um, was basically, let's say it, it was a paid gig, and we were grateful to have you make a donation to our support group, and so we appreciate you for that. And what I'm saying that to say the donation, uh, we solicit donations because there's one big thing that we want, we want to do several things. One of the things that we want to do is to get books into the hands of, um, into libraries in school where we have children with vitiligo. Because as you've heard from Taylor, ladies and gentlemen, when she was growing up, six and seven with vitiligo, were there any reading material? Say it again. Were there any reading material for you, Taya? No, there was not. No, there was not. Today, we are so blessed to have um, um, several books. Several books are coming out now. Several books are out. Several books are yet to come out about Vilago. And these books are listed on our website, www.bitfriends.org, um, in our children's section. All of the books are listed there. And so our goal is to where we find that there are children with Vilago. We want to be able to get permission, of course, from schools and to begin to place books, one or two copies, in every school, elementary school, that has children with vitiligo, so that these kids can be reading, uh, the teacher can read a book about vitiligo one day, and this child sitting there who's never seen himself or anyone looking like him in a book can finally see himself in a book, herself in a book. And so that's one of our main goals right now, so if you're out there listening, we solicit your help on this project. 
to get elementary schools to have one or two books, three books, um, at least the top ones that we know of right now. Vitiligo doesn't scare me as one of them in hard copy. Different Just Like Me is out there. Um, there's books out there that we want to get. We've tested them. We've read them ourselves, proven them to be um, truthful to, to what Vitiligo is all about. And we want to get those into the hands of teachers, into school libraries so the children um, can feel comfortable seeing themselves. How would that make you feel back then, Tara, seeing yourself in a book? It would have been it would have been exciting. It would have been nice. It would have given me some sort of closure, like, mm. okay, like society sorta of kinda of sees me as normal. Mm. That would have been a there very you go. that would have been very awakening for me. That's beautiful. And so help us. Like Tara has laid down the first fifty dollars. We're asking those of you who can uh support us. Uh, please do so. You can do it right on Facebook, on our page, the Facebook um, BitFriends page, or you can do it via PayPal, or you can do it on our website. You can, We don't sell the books right on our website, but you can make a donation right on the website to support this project. We want to get books out. I had a mother that literally came to my house um, looking for books. It was her day to read at her child's school in the suburbs here in Massachusetts. And she literally came to the house to get a copy of a book to read to her child's class. And so that's what we're trying to do. I'm also in education. So in my classroom, there's a book. In the school library, there's a book. And that's what we'd like to see happen but we're going to need your support. We're going to need you. And again, as children go back to school, we wanted to spend this time to say, listen, children and parents, encourage them, build up the self-esteem of your child. Remind them how much they're loved and they're cared for their precious jewels in the sight of the one who has created them. And we want to remind them as they go off. And as Taya said, they're going to, they're going to, Everybody out there is not nice. They're bullies out there. Yeah, they sure are. But parents, show them up. Build them up on the inside so the outside will be secondary. We live in a real world. We live in a real world, and sometimes we're so naive to think nothing will happen. No one will bother them. No one will gun them down. No one will come into a school with a gun. Yes, these things happen. Let's be real about it. But parents, let's do do diligence and do our job, what we are assigned to do is to train them, raise them, love them, encourage them, build up their self-esteem in themselves so that they can withstand whatever is thrown at them this school year. It's going to be rough, but we're here to support you. If you ever need us, call us at 844-374-3639. Someone in your state will talk to you where we have a group. Or our main number, someone will talk to you. Write us at support at bitfriends.org. Or look at, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on Facebook where we have all the information. Our website, www.bitfriends.org. Again, I'm Valerie Molyneux, Boston, on a bright, sunny day. Enjoying the last bit of our summer before we get back into the world of education. 
but we just wanted to stop by and to say we're thinking of you. Children, get out there. Go out there with your head held high. Be encouraged. Be blessed. Last words coming to you from Tia. What would you say to children? Love yourself. Be yourself. Don't let anyone bring you down. Don't let anyone knock you down. It's going to be hard, but you need to be able to have that thick skin, that tough skin, because, yes, you need support from people. You need support from your family members, all of that good stuff. But no one is going to be with you and love you like you are going to be for the rest of your life. You are the main factor in bringing up your confidence and in appreciating yourself. So, yeah, just learn to learn to be able to be confident in yourself, to love yourself, to not need anyone, to mm. not to be independent, basically. Mm. And that's all. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it from Taya. We're very proud of her. She is our leading teenager here in Boston at Bit Friends Vitiligo Support Group. Fifteen year old, ready for the school year. Are you ready for the school year, Taya? No. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it from Taya. Um, listen, get out there and get ready for what's coming down school year 2019-2020. God be with you. We love you always. Bit friends. God bless. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.